0: everyone, welcome to PepsiCo's Unexpected Professor Podcast. I'm your host, John Palumbo. Now, this podcast was developed for all you college students out there who have probably heard about all those skills that you're going to need when you get out into the quote-unquote real world or out into the workforce, skills like promoting yourself, uh, building relationships, creating ideas, staying focused on the task at hand, even dealing with criticism. Now, the thing is, these aren't skills that they necessarily spend a lot of time teaching you in college. And and when you start start looking for help, whether you go out onto the web or what have you, you end up finding tips and strategies and approaches from very expected sources. And while that information is great to know, PepsiCo wanted to help you in a different way. We We don't just want you to learn from expected sources, but from unexpected sources as well, because tapping into unexpected sources to get diverse thinking and perspectives is something that's done at PepsiCo every day to do things like create new products, to spur innovation, even build employee skills. Now, this podcast is gonna give you the opportunity to experience that philosophy while helping you build some of those important real-world skills that you keep hearing about. Now, all that being said, Today's Unexpected Professor is tattoo artist Christian Misseau. Hey Christian. Hey, how's it going, John? So if you're wondering why Christian, why why are we talking to him, just consider those skills that I mentioned earlier. Things like promoting yourself and building relationships, creating ideas, um, even dealing with criticism. These are things that a successful tattoo artist needs to master. So we wanted to see what we can learn from Christian. Now, in the way of some background, Christian is a world-renowned tattoo artist who's appeared in shows like Ink Master, he's also the owner of Silk City Tattoo in Hawthorne, New Jersey, and Roses and Rebels in Jersey City, New Jersey, which is not only my personal favorite tattoo shop, uh, but also the beautiful space where we are today recording and filming this podcast, so thank you for having us. Thank
1: you, John. Welcome to beautiful downtown Jersey City.
0: So, a lot of students out there who are listening are, are thinking about what they want to do when they graduate and they're going to need to make some some pretty big choices right the, the career they want to pursue the job they want to go after the company that they want to work for so I'm really curious how did you choose your career path when did you realize tattoo artist and 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 what advice would you give to the students who are out there listening who need to make their career choice pretty soon
1: the way I got into tattooing was I always was fascinated with customization, right? I loved being able to make something unique, whether it be uh, you know my my bike as a kid or my clothes. And uh, as I grew up, my friends started getting tattoos. Uh, of course, like I was always an artist and stuff, so they would ask me to draw tattoos for them. Uh, after a while of drawing the tattoos. I kind of got uh, roped into going to the studio to talk with the artists directly, and uh, that gave me an opportunity to kind of see this whole new world that uh, I didn't realize even exist. Uh, I didn't realize the tattoo industry was so big as a kid. Um, when I saw it, I almost—it was kind of like someone removed the curtain from my eyes, and I, there was no going back. I was, I was, uh, enamored by this by this industry. Um, I started drawing tattoos. It consumed me. It's all I could think about. I was drawing every day. Every chance I got, I had a sketchbook with me. And uh, I just wanted to kind of uh, just indulge in this industry. So if you are uh, interested in a field, what you want to do is really uh, do something that only you can do. Every one of you is an individual and has a unique perspective on things. Find that perspective, find that voice, and learn how to make your own voice in that industry. So I was drawing tattoos all throughout college. My friends were getting these tattoos. And um, what I had to realize is, as graduation started to come closer, I had to make a decision. Or am I gonna take a chance on myself and, and really kinda see if my ability can, can make it in the world? Like, am I gonna believe in myself that much? And um, I feel like I would be doing a disservice to myself if I didn't take that chance on myself. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, so I decided to go for it 100% in tattooing.
0: It makes a lot of sense and I, and I think it's I think it's great advice for you know, for the students who are listening to choose a choose a career or a job that allows you to leverage a unique talent or a unique strength or a unique skill that you kind of bring to the table. I mean, some of you out there have, you've probably identified that unique talent or that or that strength. and and there are probably some of you in that group who, already know careers or companies where you can leverage your unique talent. Others of you might not know exactly where you can leverage that unique skill or that unique unique talent. So what I would say to both of you is put your unique talent out there. Let everyone know about it because companies these days, they wanna hear about those things to find ways to leverage them. For example, PepsiCo's whole employee value proposition is what makes you unique makes us better. So this is a company that wants to learn about those unique talents, those unique skills, those unique perspectives, so they can find ways to leverage them. So so those of you who know the companies that will leverage your unique talent, I would say don't hesitate to broaden your search to other companies as well. Don't limit your job search to just those companies that you think can leverage your unique talent. Those of you who don't know which companies might be interested in your unique talent, apply to companies that you're interested in and put your talent out there because there will be a company that will find a way to use your talent. Now of course, there are also some of you out there who haven't yet pinpointed your unique talent or unique strength yet. I mean, that's really common for for a lot of us. Um, The good news is there are plenty of companies out there that totally understand this and and believe me, they, they wanna help you find your unique strength as much as you do because it benefits them for you to be happy and fulfilled. So that being said, if you're in the position where you haven't quite identified that unique strength or that unique skill that you possess, Look for companies that will help you find it. Once again, take PepsiCo. Employees are always moving from one area of the business to another, and that's because the unique skills or strengths, they're they're becoming apparent. And, And PepsiCo will give them the opportunity and allow them to move to different areas so that they can leverage them. Almost every job requires building relationships with a customer or a client, and you might end up in a, a marketing position where your customers are consumers, you might end up in a sales position where your customer is a retailer, uh, you might end up in a position like IT where your customer is actually a, a coworker. And I'm, I'm, I'm assuming tattooing is no exception. Just like a marketer, a sales executive, an IT specialist, even, even an attorney, you need to build and maintain relationships with customers and clients. I'd love for you to talk a, a bit about the things that you do to keep your clients satisfied happy coming back maybe just to see if there are any lessons or strategies that the students listening could use when they enter the workforce
1: i think all too often when you're entering into a business relationship what happens is one side comes in with their mission right is i need to sell i need to get my product sold and the other person needs that product but i think it's really important for you to put yourself in the shoes of your client, right? You have to know what your client's looking for, and you have to imagine that they're dealing with. Uh, you're one of many, right? And what's going to make you stand out to them is understanding their needs, um, understanding where they're coming from, right? For me, if I'm getting a t- uh, if I'm getting a tattoo client come in. Right off the bat, I know that they're nervous. So I have to take that nervousness into consideration, right? I need to make them feel comfortable right off the bat. Um, That's something that uh, I've kind of like tried to specialize in in my studio. I want you to come in, sit down, relax. You know, I have recliners, get comfortable. We'll talk about the tattoo when the time is right. right. But right now I just need you to be comfortable. Can I get you a drink? Can I get you a snack, (laughs) right? Just get them comfortable. And from that point on. Because you
0: know that they're they're kind of freaking out. Yeah,
1: they're freaking out. Yeah, right. Think about, think about this. Have you ever when you go into the doctor's office, right? You don't go into the doctor's office and go right into the doctor's room. They sit you down in a waiting room. <laughs> they give you, they give you magazines to read, and you sit there. Oh, so that's why we waited. Yeah, in the, I, right, so you, I mean,
0: every doctor's gonna love hearing this that.
1: This is my <laughs> I think this is what they do to us, right? They have you sit down and they let those nerves go away, right? Because if you went right in you're fired up. Yo, your heartbeat's pumping. So if they took your heartbeat when you first went to the doctor's office, they're going to think you're having a heart attack, you know?
0: You sit down, you realize You just made the b- biggest excuse for every yeah, doctor. exactly. Great.
1: You acclimate to this, your surroundings, right? And if you can get somebody to relax, they will trust you more. Um, you can't be pushy. You can't be in your face. You have to be a human being dealing with people in the tattoo industry you know if i get a person who's kind of like standoffish right almost like they want to show me they're not intimidated to get the tattoo you know, like tough guys and stuff like that you get a, a person like that come in i might i'm a big sneakerhead, so uh i might say hey man i really like what you're wearing today i like your sneakers and all of a sudden you just see that disappear because now they feel like all right we have a little something to talk about besides just tattoos and i might talk with them for two three minutes on that and then they're a different person than when they first came through the door. Um, finding out, you know, that little, you know, like kind of like break in a person's armor when you're trying to do business is, is huge. Uh, you know, you have to kind of get to the source of why they came to see you, right? they you know, what, how can we make this deal work?
0: I love this idea and how you, I, I guess the way I would put it is show empathy, right? For your, for, for, by, by putting yourself in your client's shoes and thinking about how they might be feeling, for 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 the students listening, I can't even begin to tell you how much of an advantage you'll be at if you're able to show empathy and respect for the needs and priorities of uh, of others when you when you get out into the workforce. I, I don't care what co- company you end up at or what position you end up in. I mean. Let's say you're in an IT role. If you're able to always keep in mind that your client or your customer, even if it's your coworker, might not be as familiar or comfortable as you are with a system or a platform, and you're able to just adjust your approach to take into account their hesitation, maybe even their fear, that is just such a huge key to success. Um, Another really simple, And powerful but but easy to overlook thing that you had said was this this power of observation I mean you you talked about noticing things that you have in common like the sneakers yeah Yeah. And, and I think I think it kind of further builds on that idea of showing your human side that we talked about earlier but there's really nothing more powerful than bonding over some common ground. I mean, that's how long-term relationships are really fostered and and, and built, so it's really interesting. So Christian, I don't don't care how good of a tattoo artist you are or or how great the artists in this shop are. There's one thing that you have to deal with and that's criticism. And and, and especially with all, like, if you think about it, all the review sites that are out there, social media, maybe even reality show judges, since Uh, you've experienced that. (laughs) I'm curious how you handle criticism, because I think your strategies could help the students listening when they enter the workforce and end up getting some constructive criticism along the way.
1: Yeah. Uh, So the... uh... Criticism, it it is the thing that can really break you down if you let it get to you. I think for a lot of people, it actually is the fear of being criticized that prevents them from creating and uh, really reaching their potential. That just crippling fear of being afraid of being criticized. Uh, But here's the thing, it's gonna happen no matter what you do. You can be the best and there's gonna be people who just don't like what you do. Consider where it's coming from. Is it a thing that maybe maybe you were having an off day and you didn't give it hundred ten percent? You know, is that a reality? Is that a thing that you have to learn how to do better the next time? Uh, or is it a person who just is just gonna criticize no matter what you did? You, I've had people who, I've, I've given hundred and ten percent to, and and I feel like there's some people who you just can never make happy. You know, um, consider where it's coming from and. Uh,
0: you know don't I mean, let cuz it... if i were you man i would be spending time on those sites just reading i'd probably skip through all the good ones and just yeah. be looking at the bad ones and, and and just you know
1: yeah i mean but that's the thing is that 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 uh, kind of worrying about that too much if if i worried about about that i i would probably not create half the art that i create especially like paintings where you're really putting yourself out there and you're kind of Showing the pe- people, the, you, you know, your soul. It's its a very vulnerable situation as an artist to face criticism. Um, the thing is, is—is is those websites and stuff, uh, take them for what they are. You know, there's some people who will just go out of the way to ruin your day. And you can't let them. You know, it's not real. Um, if you feel like uh, someone gives you criticism in, in a way where they're like, hey, I think that you, you know, I've seen your work and... Uh, I think that you could have done this, this, this painting a little bit better or something like that. You know, Can you have? You know, were you having an off day? Did you really put 110% in? You know, if you have a mentor that's, that's trying to make you better, and they're criticizing you, right? that's much different than a person on uh, a, uh, a website criticizing you because they didn't get free French fries with their meal or something right. like that. So if a mentor is telling you, hey, you're capable of more, Take it for what it is, and they really have a vested interest in you getting better. It comes
0: back to that idea of of considering the sto- uh, uh, considering the source. Consider the source. Yeah, I, I think you know, for the students listening, you're you're obviously going. You're going to receive some constructive criticism, especially when you first start out in your career, since you're just, you're, you're learning the ropes. Keep Christians' strategies in mind. Uh, you know, obviously, always consider the source, put that in perspective. But, but don't just dismiss it. Be honest with yourself, really consider the feedback you're getting and use it as an opportunity to l- learn and grow. Own your growth is a big rally cry at PepsiCo and I think, I think being able to learn from and accept criticism is really a big part of that. So. Um, so we've covered, a, we've covered a, pretty, a pretty good amount of ground here. Um, and, and I think there, there really are a lot of strategies used in your field that the students who are listening can apply to a lot of different situations that they're gonna face when they graduate um, and head out, head out into the, into the workforce. But, but before we sign off, I just wanna ask, is there a piece of advice or maybe some approach from, from your field that we didn't discuss that you think the students listening could actually apply and use in their situation? Uh, Yeah, so,
1: you know, you got a big world ahead of you and you have to make yourself stand out. Um, What my advice to you would be is, as you approach the job field, be prepared to make yourself part of something bigger, but make yourself a part that adds to the machine, right? You want to really be a part that makes things better. Learn how to work with people well, listen to other people, and just learn from everyone that you possibly can. Everyone, there has, everyone out there has something to teach you, and uh, everything that you learn makes you better and it makes you more valuable. So just continue learning, uh,
0: and uh, I think you'll be all right. Great advice. Um, well, Christian, thank you so much for, for all the time, all the insight into your field all your perspectives for, for, for having us here today. Um, this was great, really appreciate it.
1: Thank you so much. It was an absolute pleasure to with you guys.
0: So, all right, so for the students listening, you may have questioned whether strategies and approaches used in the tattooing field by a tattoo artist could actually be applied and used outside of that field, but I think we showed you that it's possible and, and hopefully armed you with some approaches that you'll consider using now when you're looking for a job when you get out into the workforce even throughout your entire career and remember when you're looking for inspiration and ideas don't limit yourself to all those expected sources do what we did here and consider unexpected sources as well like i mentioned earlier this is something that pepsico does to get diverse thinking and perspectives which helps them build employee skills, spur innovation, create new products, and we wanted you to experience that. Now, of course, if you want to be part of a culture like that, you should check with your career center to see if and when PepsiCo will be on your campus at a career fair or in the classroom or partnering with a student organization. And of course, check out opportunities at pepsicojobs.com. Thanks so much for listening.